You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Moved by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Emma Gillespie and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Wednesday the 28th of September. A review into Australia's supply of COVID vaccines has found millions of Novavax doses could be wasted. The National Vaccination Advisory Body is now reconsidering whether to expand the availability of the Novavax immunisation after recommendations it not be used as a general booster shot. The review into our COVID vaccine procurement also warning of a potential shortfall in Moderna vaccines unless the government orders more supply. Professor Jane Holton, who conducted the review, says Australia has not yet reached what she called COVID stable, where fluctuations of COVID-19 in the community could be predicted, adding that Australia was likely to continue to be challenged by emerging virus variants. The federal government are confident their model for a National Integrity Commission will improve the public's trust in politics. The Anti-Corruption Commission will have broad powers to investigate both criminal and non-criminal conduct and hold hearings in public or private on a case-by-case basis. The opposition and independent MPs will examine the proposed legislation for an integrity watchdog over coming months. Attorney-General Mark Dreyfus has told Parliament the new organisation will lift transparency and educate Australians about corruption. Banks and financial regulators are working together to find new ways to help protect the close to 10 million people impacted by last week's cyber attack on Optus customers' data. Treasurer Jim Chalmers says the government had been working around the clock to address privacy and data retention concerns, including involving financial institutions to make sure that if there's more that can be done to monitor risks and protect customers, that those strategies are being implemented. The distressed husband of accused fraudster Melissa Caddick has been stood down from giving evidence at the inquest into her disappearance after being accused of providing contradictory information. Anthony Coletti told today's hearing that he gave untruthful information to police about his wife's routine and the morning she vanished. An inquest into Ms Caddick's suspected death has heard Mr Coletti reported his wife missing 30 hours after he claimed to have last seen her and told police she'd gone for a morning run, as she always did. However, the court has also been told that there's no evidence of Ms Caddick ever running outside in the morning in the month prior. Mr Coletti explained she sometimes used a treadmill and didn't have any set routine, 
on several occasions telling the court he was confused by the questions. His lawyer intervened and told the court her client was trying to answer but had obviously been struggling with the nuances. Deputy State Coroner Elizabeth Ryan said the questions were legitimate but that the situation of a witness who feels mentally unable to continue due to distress called for a clear assessment of their fitness to continue. And the 88 Australians killed in the Bali bombings have been remembered by federal parliament ahead of the 20th anniversary of the terror attacks. The Prime Minister taking time to honour those from his own electorate in Sydney's inner west who died, including 13-year-old Abby Borgia, who was the youngest victim from the 2002 bombings. More than 200 people were killed after suicide bombers targeted the Indonesian island's popular nightclub district. Anthony Albanese says while those responsible for the October 12 attack caused a lot of pain, they didn't win. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the quickie, check out today's deep dive on whether the people of Russia protesting against being called up to fight Putin's war could actually speed up its end. Listen to the quickie wherever you get your podcasts.